Now, before we talk about anything else, we gotta give some love to our sponsor for today's episode, and that is Mountain Dew. We all get bogged down with the mundane tasks of life, especially this time of year. But isn't it time you take a break from your normal, boring routine? Don't just sit on the sidelines and watch life go by. Get in the game! With the bold tropical lime flavor of Mountain Dew Baja Blast, you can be having a blast anywhere. Having a blast at work, having a blast in traffic, having a blast while you file your taxes. No, really, we mean it. When we say anywhere, with Baja Blast now in stores everywhere, you can be having a blast whenever and wherever you are, all year long. So what are you waiting for? Pick up an ice-cold Baja Blast today at a store near you. And for a limited time, with every purchase of Baja Blast in stores and at participating Taco Bell locations, you can collect coins for a chance to get Baja gear or a Taco Bell deal. This swag is available for a limited time only, so don't wait. Grab a Baja Blast and start having a blast right away. No purchase necessary, open to U.S. residents 18 and up, subject to official rules at BajaBlast.com. Ends June 15th, 2024, void where prohibited. Thank you so much, Mountain Dew, for sponsoring this week's episode of the podcast. We love you here at Psychobabble. Now back to the gossip. Hi, everyone. My name is Tyler Oakley, and you are listening to Psychobabble, an unfiltered half hour of gossip sessions, pop culture scrutiny, and stories we've never told in videos. It's not just crazy talk, it's Psychobabble. This week, we discuss Trump getting coronavirus, Melania's war on Christmas, the scandal of Subway Bread, and my thoughts on Blackpink's new album. Stick around, subscribe on Apple Podcasts, follow on Spotify, and live tweet as you listen with hashtag Psychobabble. Good morning, Corey. Good day. Good day to you. How are you? Good day, little baby. Welcome to your day. Good morning. Baby's first day. How is baby enjoying baby's day? Well, baby is... Hey, speaking of baby, I just watched Dirty Dancing. Oh, God. Have you seen it? Yes, of course. Oh, there's a lot that I had a problem with. What? (laughs) Tell me. I would love to hear all of it. So no I, dancing in this town. Oh wait, is that that's Footloose? A, that's what I thought I was watching. I thought I was going to be watching Footloose. So I was waiting for like people to get yelled at for dancing, but that wasn't going on. No. Do you know? So the plot of Dirty Dancing is they're like at a a Camp. resort. Yes. Okay. Yep. For rich people. Uh huh. Which is this? A th- First of all, is this a real thing? Yeah, it must be that Mar-a-Lago. Oh, is this like what Mar-a-Lago is? I think so. I don't so, know. Were they were they good people in Dirty Dancing? Not really, because so they're all like rich and they look down on poor but, people. But that isn't dance Patrick dirty? Swayze, yeah, Patrick Swayze's not rich. Patrick Swayze is not rich. No, it, he's but, trying to seduce her with his Dirty Dancing, and she's like, wrong. "I'm a ballerina." <laughs> wrong. Still wrong. She Do they is. Fuck? Baby, no spoilers. Baby, this I will say the, the um the soundtrack is really good. You should listen to it. I love it. I I'm pretty sure I've got it all on my 80s playlist. So the lead woman is whatever you're tickle tackling with right I've now. Stopped you, it. You I gotta, stopped it. I stopped it. It's like one of those little what are those jacks that kids throw in the 40s? I stopped it. Um Baby is the lead character. She's a girl and she is she looks like she's 15 and I'm supposed to sit here and believe that she's in love with Patrick Swayze who looks 38. Well, 
well. Her name's Jennifer. Her oh, re- in real life or in the mm. movie? In real life. Oh, word. Well, I'm pretty sure that sounds right. My main takeaway is there's it's a really scary plot about abortion. Oh, Did is you that know? the baby that gets put in the corner? Uh, that's an interesting way to describe. <laughs> is that her saying that she's pro-choice? Nobody no, puts baby well, in the I corner. Think everybody in the movie is pro-choice. I think I don't really know. It felt very. It was very heavy. A lot of. It was kind of yeah. Anyway, the the age discrepancy for the for the dancing was a little too much, and it felt she's fifteen. Um, well, she looks fifteen. I don't know how old she actually is. But he looks way older, is my point. Well, I hate when they do that on shows. Yeah, it's like in Greece when all of them are supposed to be 17 and they look like middle-aged men, you know? Not good. Yeah, well, I was re-watching Schitt's Creek to get ready for the final season. And um, I just was reminded about how in that first season they've got Mutt and he's supposed to be the mayor's and uh, Jocelyn's son, and he clearly looks older than Jocelyn, and it just drives me nuts. And I just love Shit's Creek, but I and and I think Mutt's attractive, but I just am like, are takes they you really, out of the fantasy. I'm like, they really thought we were going to pretend he was in his twenties or what? Well, I just started Shit's Creek, and I um I that was a reveal, so thank you. I just saw that. Did I just spoil it for you? No, I just saw the reveal that sh- he is her son. Well, do yet, you la- not last think? Night. Do you not think that he looks a little old? Ah, uh, some people have children when they're fourteen. I wouldn't adv- advise it, but maybe well, that's I Googled her situation. It and he and Jocelyn are only seven years apart. Which so like, who are they doing dirty? Her always, always the woman. Well, uh, yeah, I just I've, I'm always it's always men who look way too old for the role that they're supposed to be playing. I find. and did do you feel like his beard? is prosthetic in that show. It's so thick. You can't see any inch of his face. I was thinking about that last night and I was like, am I too stoned or is this really a very thick beard that you can't see even an inkling of his skin? Have you seen him take his shirt off yet? No. Well, bitch, you know me and my attraction to men with beards. And then suddenly he takes his shirt off and there's not a hair on his torso or chest or body. Some people, some people have that. And maybe he shaves. I don't know. I'm this is I just, I just thought they made some choices with Mutt in season one. Anyway, I, anyway, I'm I'm pretty slow on the show. As soon as I see more, I'll let you know how that, that develops. Um, well, I was going to rewatch and I was like going through some of my old favorite episodes in preparation for the season six coming out on Netflix, which was supposed to be this coming uh, weekend or next weekend. And then they dropped it early, I think, because of all the Emmy buzz that season six got. So now I started it yesterday and I'm trying to go slow because I'm going to be very devastated when it's over. Well, I, I'm I'm still... On season three, I think, of Game of Thrones. Oh, my I ju- God. I, f- I have a lot of TV I'm still working on, so I'll, you know. Well, uh, you need to stop watching Dirty Dancing and start watching your shows. Another part of Dirty Dancing that I didn't get. So, 
they're not they're not allowed to get down and dirty and freaky with it. Is that just like culturally what's going on in the whatever time? Yeah, frame you know this what is? like middle school dances they were like no. Yeah, but these are adults. These are consenting pussies. adults. These are consenting adults. So I thought you said she was fifteen. What's the truth? Oh well, you know actually that is unclear. I'm not quite sure. But did uh, you know that that actress? Um, that movie was like big, 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 big. And then she got um, a nose job and then no one wanted to book her afterwards. You know what? I literally, we paused the movie and I was told that exact story. Wow. I mean, that's her legacy. So, it, you know what it made me think of is Gaga Your doing- nose job? No. Gaga <laughs> doing her nose thing and talking about how blah, 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 and A Star is Born. And I think, you know what? Whatever you got going on that's maybe a little different that you're insecure about, you really should keep it. Well, you know what they say. What do they say? Don't be insecure if your heart is pure. T. That, they do say that. <laughs> Tra- track six. Oh no! Is wait. Bad Kids track six. I was thinking hair. <laughs> I was like, I don't think it is. Bad Kids, I think, is track twelve. Eight. Anyway, 10, uh, I don't know. I think track twelve is Bad Kids. I don't know. I was see. I have no idea. I was gonna say eight or ten. Ooh, Corey. Actually, I have a thing that I wanted to discuss. Tell me. Okay, so uh, tell me. A couple months ago, I saw this picture that was going viral on Twitter of this little kid holding a sign, and it was like his handwriting, and it said, Donald Trump is very weird. And I thought, <laughs> oh my God, how iconic. What poetry. Um, and I knew, I was like, this is something that I would love to put on a shirt or something. I don't know what it was going to be. So I, I tried to track down this kid and it took me a minute. I found his family. We had conversations about like, hey, I would love to, I don't know what I could do with this, but maybe put it on a shirt and sell it and not for any income or not for any proceeds for myself, but just whatever you would want the money to go toward. I would know people that might want this shirt. So I finally put up a little um t-shirt website. It's on my Twitter if you want to go find it, but there's two t-shirt options. One is the, just the, the image of the kid holding the sign. His name is Austin Hammonds. And the other one is the sign itself on the t-shirt, but it comes in like a million different sizes, extra small to 4XL, but all the proceeds are going toward 50% this kid, Austin Hammonds, his college fund. And then I love the, that. Uh, I know. I was like, this is going to be so sweet. I feel like what a wonderful thing to help this kid who is just like speaking his political mind and it's going to go toward his higher education. I love that. And then the other half of the proceeds go toward the NAACP Legal Defense and Education Fund. So uh, that was chosen by his family and um, 100% of the proceeds are going toward good causes. But the sale of the t-shirt is only for eight more days as of this episode going live. So if you would like a t-shirt... Um, the money's going for a good cause. Uh, and I think the shirts are really cute. So yeah, that's all I wanted to say about that. Thank you for letting me rant about it. I think we're really burying the lead here. Uh, Donald Trump has COVID. (laughs) Do you think he does? Or do you think he has it? It's a hoax. Oh my goodness. Hoaxes, poaxes. I think uh, we are, I think it's very fair for anybody out there who is like spectacular. Skeptical, skeptical of this, uh, skeptical of the spectacle, because after four years of being gaslit and not knowing when our, with the person who's supposed to be telling the truth always is whether or not he's telling the truth. I validate anybody that is skeptical of the spectacle. So do I personally believe that he has COVID? I do because it, I mean, 
I think he was backed up into a corner with, you know, a journalist exposed Hope Hicks for having it. And then other people were exposed for having it. Kellyanne Conway was exposed for having it. They weren't going to volunteer that information, I don't think. And so it kind of got to the point where like, oh, they it's going to leak. So they had to say something is the vibe I got. So I think he does have it. I don't think he would cancel going out and doing rallies if, if he had the choice. You know, I think knowing how much he loves attention, I don't think he would want to go be cooped up in a room, in a hospital room. I mean, he was only there for like 48 hours. He's still there, allegedly, I think. He's supposed to like come home today, the day we're recording it. Well, And he's out there fucking riding around in cars, can spreading it to the fucking Secret Service or whoever the hell's driving them around in cars so he can wave at people. I love that... Um, they he said, should have held the baby over the rail like Michael Jackson did. <laughs> Who's the baby? Baby? Blanket. <laughs> Melania, Baron, I don't know. Uh, who's the wife? Melania. Melania also has it. And I love that they were like, Melania hasn't visited Donald in the hospital because to get there, she would endanger Secret Service and people would have to blah, 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 blah. It would be the wrong thing to do. Meanwhile, they're endangering Secret Service to let him go on a little car ride around the street just to wave at people. It's like, Jesus Christ. It's very weekend at Bernie's, though. I can't wait for um, <laughs> the, the, the fact that they have to keep proving that he's alive with videos and pictures and like... Of him, him, like, signing fake papers? It's, uh, though, I, I have to say, I'm going to call a spade a spade. There's a lot of people on uh, uh, my side of ideolo- ideology that, <laughs> girl, I'm having some trouble this morning. There are some people on my side of uh, the political spectrum that are getting a little bit conspiracy theory, and they're all, oh, look at these two pictures of Trump, and they were taken nine minutes apart or ten minutes apart, and he's, yeah, I saw he's, that. he's got the same folders in both pictures. I want to be like, you... It's very plausible that somebody that's doing work would use the same notebook in the same, like, in two different settings. I would pick up my notebook and walk over to a different spot and use the same notebook. Like, that. there are so many things to grill him on. I don't think you need to get so conspiracy theory that, oh, they're just setting up two spots that he's working for pictures. I do think that it was staged pictures, but you don't got to get crazy and be like, it's the same pen and the same folders and they just rearrange them in different ways. Like, that's proof. It's like, okay, girl. You know Sears Portrait Studio loves a few different backgrounds. Well, I do think that they are... Uh, propaganda photo shoots to prove that he's a working and b alive. But yeah. um, I, well, I, mean, I, I, there are bigger issues him, than beginning ske- spectacle of the skeptical. <laughs> we saw him walk across the street to take a picture with an upside down Bible. Of course, we know this president likes a fucking photo opportunity. So for the people that missed how this all went down, uh, I, I went down. I think what uh, the biggest um, thing was, it's all very like, it's too well written. If this were a TV show, this is all too on the nose. Like they hosted a garden party for the Supreme court nominee that they're trying to push through. And that was like the super spreader event where all these Republicans are now getting like testing positive because they were all interacting with all the other Senate like Republicans and all the other people in his, you know, cabinet or whatever. And uh, everyone was like taking pictures and doing photo ops with this nominee. And how like ironic that they're trying to push through this nominee who is going to take away health care from so many people 
And in turn, they all are getting sick and like, I guess, becoming martyrs for the cause of taking away people's health care in which they're going to need health care because they're all sick. You know, it's a mess. I, I'm just so ready to vote and for this all to be uh, for us to know what's going to happen. And yeah, it is a, um, a strange time because I was uh, I went to a cabin this past weekend. And so like right before I left was when all of this was going down and I was kind of unplugged and I was uh, every couple like every morning I would be like, should I check Twitter and see if the president is dead? I don't know. And I thought, you know, I'm good. I don't really need to know that. It's not going to, I don't think I care. Now, before we talk about anything else, we got to give some love to our sponsor for today's episode, and that is Apartments.com. Okay, so when you're looking for a new home, you know it can be a little bit challenging depending on your needs. Like, say you need a balcony, or you need windows that face the sunset, or you need a hardwood floor kitchen, or you need to live somewhere pet-friendly. For me... It's being pet friendly. I do not want to sacrifice having the lovely life of having pets just because I can't find a home that allows it. Well, Apartments.com has helped millions of renters find their perfect place with powerful search tools that make it much easier when you're looking for a new home. And Apartments.com has the most pet friendly rental listings on the internet. I live with my pets. I would not ever want to live without my pets. Like, I know they might cause a mess or they might do all the things that pets might do that whoever you're renting from might not love. Well, I wouldn't want to sacrifice a life with pets just because I couldn't find a place that allowed it. I find it to be the perfect way to live. So if you're out there looking for the perfect place and you need your pets, apartments.com has you covered. Visit Apartments.com, the place to find a place. Thank you so much, Apartments.com, for sponsoring this week's episode of the podcast. We love you here at Psychobabble. Now back to the gossip. I mean, it was a busy week. There was a lot. It was started with uh, Trump's tax returns and then the debates, oh. which were a shit show. And Melania's clips, the tapes and with, Melania's the, with Christmas. Christmas bashing. And I the gotta say, being I, a shit show. I actually found I didn't I didn't find it to be as damning as I think a lot of people would. Uh, the are, Christmas thing. Yeah, I was like, you know what? It probably would be annoying to have to put of up the course, Christmas shit. <laughs> of course, to our side, to the, like the left, but it's like you have to think of what side she represents. They're the ones running around being like, "Put Christ back in Christmas." How dare Starbucks write Happy Holidays on the cups? I, yeah, I get it. I don't think. How dare Target employees wish me a Happy Holiday? I I I just don't know her stance on all of that. I, I agree with you on like that is the stance of that side. But I don't know if I've ever seen Melania be like, put the Christ in Christmas, though. <laughs> I, I was a little bit like, okay. I think that's what her lower back tattoo says. Oh, is it? <laughs> put the Christ in Christmas. Ew, is that what we're calling anal these days? Yeah, putting <laughs> the Christ in Christmas. Put that bitch. Christ in my Christmas. I guess so. Oh, Happy holidays to you. Happy holidays. Mm-hmm. 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 Um, 
Yeah, it was a busy week. Uh, did you watch the debates? I did, and I was. Thank God I was stoned, and I just it was just such a shit show. And then to see that like uh, Saturday Night Live did their like reenactment of the debate, I thought, a I never think Saturday Night Live is funny ever, but I'm just like. It was such a mess. I'm like, I don't even see how anyone could make this funny or would want to recreate this in any way. Like, it just, like, I watched some of the Saturday Night Live clip because I wanted to see um, Jim Carrey doing Joe Biden. Was it it funny? I didn't see it. Uh, Was Jim Carrey's Joe Biden funny? No, I don't ever think it's funny. And it's just like, uh, it's just, it was frustrating to watch all over again. I'm like, I don't know. I didn't enjoy it. And I'm just like... It's the same thing. They're making fun of them as they should for acting the way that they did. But it's like there's still jokes about like COVID being a hoax in there. And I'm like, there's still 200,000 plus people who died here in the U.S. So, yeah, I mean, the the debate I watched and I would I had so I was I set up a little thing outside so because I was like, I want to jump rope and watch my debates at the same time. I had to stop jump roping multiple times in disbelief at like what was going on. How embarrassing it is that our president acts uh, acts like a child. And like, I think that's insulting to children because there are so many children out there that know how to wait their turn to talk or don't bully. It's like, I just, I don't know how, how people can watch that and, and, and sit back and think both sides are the same. Like yeah. I, I, at this point I, I understand Trump people, a lot of Trump people are kind of, they have to double down because to admit that they're wrong at this point is I, I can see how that would be challenging for stubborn people, I guess, but to sit on the sideline and, and act like both sides are the same when you are not like a, a MAGA Trump person is yeah. like how clueless and disconnected do you have to be? It's funny because I heard from friends who have like Republican relatives uh, who said that people in their family were texting and posting on Facebook, blah, 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 that it was a disappointment to see him. Um, act see Trump act the way he did and that they were kind of ashamed. So I was like, maybe that's a silver lining if I'm like, but I just, I'm like, how is that anything different than how he's acted for the last four years? I'm like, how is that debate any different than what he did against Hillary four years ago? I'm like, maybe I've forgotten. Maybe this one was a lot worse than his debate with Hillary, but it's like, I'm like, that's always how I envisioned him. That's always how he acts. Um, in all aspects of everything that he does. It's always a child who's like not getting his way and crying and complaining. And anyway, same thing. I was watching The View and they were, maybe it was CNN, and they were talking about like undecided uh, Florida voters and they had done interviews, like Skype interviews with five supposedly undecided Florida voters. And the same thing, all five of them kind of condemned him and said that they thought his behavior was repulsive and they thought he was a child. And I was like, okay, good. And then at the end of the segment, all five people said they were still undecided. I'm just like, what, <laughs> what well, are you watching? What are you listening to? It's, it's the people who, who will endure all of that behavior just with the thought of their, whatever their single, uh, issue is that they think is the most important thing. So for some people, that's being anti-choice. For some people, it's knowing what which ta- tax bracket they think that they're going to be in or whatever it might be that will let them endure all of this. I, 
clearly some of these people are not going to change their minds. So my attention and focus in this one last month of getting people to vote, because you can vote right now, is encouraging people that are sitting by the sidelines or the people that might think that their vote doesn't matter. So I've, I'm working on content right now that's like talking to people in my life that I know are good hearted, but maybe they are unmotivated. And maybe that's, those are the people that I'm trying to convince to vote because I don't think diehard Trump supporters are, after four years, do you think they're going to see the light in the last month? No, no, maybe. So I'm working on the people that are maybe disenfranchised or maybe think that their one vote doesn't matter or their, their vote, their, their state is not necessarily a swing state. So they don't think that it's important to go vote. Like those are the people I'm talking to. Good. I got a video going up today. That's, um, uh, I did like a, I had a little chat with a whole bunch of people. Um, I won't spoil who's in it. Actually, I will spoil it. Who's in it. It's coming out today. So if you haven't watched it on my YouTube channel, it's out right now. I did a video with Miles McKenna. I talked to my mom, Latrice Royale is in it. And we all talk about voting and what's important to each of us. So if you want to go watch that, I, it was very fun to make. And it was, I didn't really know what it was going to be. I was just like, I want to call a few people and talk to them about voting and talk about their plan and see like what maybe their concerns and blah, blah, blah. And afterward, regardless of making a video about it, it was like, oh, this felt nice to talk to people who are not my everyday, like texty best friends, but like people that I was like, I want to just check in with and make sure they have a a voting plan. And I was like, oh, this is like what doing the work is, is like reaching out to those people who maybe you don't talk to every day and making sure they have a voting plan. I know. And I just want to acknowledge like all the effort that people have put in in the last four years. Like I know having conversations with stubborn family members or or distant cousins or aunts and uncles like isn't always easy. And for me, it has been very difficult this year and I've been trudging along and trying my best and I've definitely made headway with certain people in my life. Um, And I've definitely realized kind of what you said that that a month out, we're not going to change any of the minds of some of the diehard Trumpers. Maybe we will. I know, but it's like, I, I think for me kind of after 2016, I was left wondering, like, did I do enough? Did I have enough hard conversations? Did I express how I was feeling so that when all was said and done, I felt kind of okay with what I did? And I think that's kind of how I'm focusing on this last month is still continuing to have those tough conversations and just kind of putting it all out there and saying, um, not necessarily trying to change someone's mind, but like giving them your perspective and saying, listen, this is my real, especially with like LGBTQ issues. Like a lot of my family members, they don't live and breathe that every day. And it's like, they don't read about the court cases. They don't read about religious uh, adoption agencies, not allowing queer people to do adoptions and stuff like that. So it's like letting people know why you're voting the way that you are and what uh, things are important to you. Like I said, I think it's just not front of mind for a lot of people because they don't live and breathe it every day like we do. And uh, speaking of like what's on the Supreme Court today, uh, which is the day before this episode comes out, um, they even talked about on the Supreme Court the possibility of overturning marriage equality. Yeah. And how that <laughs> and it's how only been for five years. Right. How that's not quite settled for some of the people on the Supreme Court. And it's like... Your actions and who you vote for do affect decisions like that. So whether mm-hmm. it's it's the ability for women to make their own choices about their bodies, whether it's 
whether or not Corey can get married or I can get married. It's like these things have real world consequences and to sit out your vote. I mean, I feel like we're preaching to the choir at this point and it's like, (laughs) Uh, but you know, we're amping. Hopefully we're amping up some people who are listening. Yeah. 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 I don't know. Did you have anything else going on fun this week in your life? How was camping? Well, oh, baby. <laughs> camping was pretty good. Um, I, uh, yeah. Is it, didn't it was, this week feel like the longest fucking week? Absolutely. Every day feels like the longest day. Camping like, was really nice because we were like in this cabin in the woods and it was, it really made me appreciate carpet. They had oh this, my. they had in <laughs> this cabin, it oh, was not like your carpet and your caterpillar story. It had, <laughs> it had the softest carpet. And I was thinking, what, why did carpet go out of style? Like carpet's really out right now. Well, and you could get a rug and it'll be a little bit. It's not the same. Worlds. It's not the same. It's not the same. Carpet and like comfiness. Like my home is very. Um, stone and cold and the cabin was very warm and even though I think my home is very handsome and chic I I was like maybe I need you could get a big fluffy rug to put on the ground and it's I'm telling you best of both worlds maybe 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 I'm ready for a new comfort level in my life I don't know yeah (laughs) so that was my weekend Um, I'm glad we went on like a 10 mile hike which was really nice and I hope you hatched those poke eggs. I didn't open my Pokemon once. Nope. Mm. Um, but I did today. I got a shiny cricket tot. Is that what, how you say it? I got one of them too. Yeah. <laughs> right before we started recording. Um, and I got a shiny Moltres and I got a shiny Zapdos last week. I've been really oh shiny. Bitch, Central. look at you. Yes, please. Yeah, I mean, it was a week. I ran a half marathon. I became an uncle for the third time. Hey, congrats. Thank you. My mom got a new kitten, and she really needed help with the name. Okay, so... I still don't think she's chosen a name. Okay, well, maybe we think of some right now. What what do we got? Do you think your mom mom is more of like an animal name or a a human name for pets? Well, um, I think she's... She doesn't want like Rachel for okay. a cat. <laughs> Rachel, um, I love my, I love human names for animals. You know this about me. <laughs> she she doesn't want Rachel. She wouldn't do like Stephanie, mm. um, things like that. She thinks no. What about but Corona? Think, but I think she would do like an Evie. Evie. Like that's kind of like um, hmm. yeah, Persian. Know. Meowth. Yeah, she named because she named the uh, she hadn't she's gotten two. This is her second Corona cat. Oh. My brother, my older brother's like, whoa, you're gonna have to have a conversation with Bob so she doesn't become a crazy cat lady. I said, let her have as many cats as she wants. Love is love. Take care of beings. It's fine. So, yeah, the other cat she named Ollie. So like that's kind of like human. Like there's humans named that, right? I've got <laughs> nieces that are twins named Olive and Delilah. So yeah. that's kind of in that world. Ali, Olive, Delilah, maybe well, Delilah. It's a it's a he. Oh. It's short for Oliver. Mm. Okay. Well, <laughs> Nathan's dog is named Ollie. Oh shit! Really? Yeah. Oh my god! I guess I forgot. Well, how well, dare it's you? a white little little like whitish gray fluffy cat. Needs a name. 
Okay. Well, if anybody has any ideas, feel free to let Corey know. Yeah. Yep. Just tweet directly at my mom. She's not on Twitter or Instagram or anything. Okay. Um, just a reminder for everyone out there, uh, if you didn't realize this from um, Trump getting coronavirus, coronavirus is not over. So if you are, uh, if <laughs> it's you really are not, it's really if you not. are continuing your life like it never happened, honey, baby, da, 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 da. don't do it. Yeah, That's my reminder. I saw, Lana, here first. I, I saw Lana Del Rey do a book signing for her new poetry book. And she was wearing like one of those um, mesh masks and all everyone on the internet was dragging her because they were like, that's. Wait, I think I saw that picture, but I didn't know it was Lana Del Rey. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Well, I saw Teresa from the Real Housewives of New Jersey throwing a sweet 16 for her daughter. And there was one mask in sight at this ridiculous birthday party. Like, I don't, I feel. But I mean, she's a Trumper anyway. I feel like we're crazy. I feel like, (laughs) what are people doing? What are people doing? I will say I've And then you see New Zealand, nobody, there's no cases, no new cases anymore. They figured it out. Right. We can't. I feel like, um, you know, that the picture of, um me dressed as uh, it and I'm up against a window looking out as Pennywise. You have a lot of uh, forlorn window shots. Well, that's how I feel right now, stuck inside like a clown looking at other countries ready to resume because everyone else gets to like live on because they took it seriously. I know. Anytime, anytime I like forget that I follow someone on Instagram who lives in a different country and I see their story and they're like, in a small gathering with no masks, I'm always like gasping. And then I remember that they probably live in a country that <laughs> took it seriously from the beginning. Hey. Um, Not hey. Did you see about Subway bread? <laughs> what about it? You know I hate Subway bread. Well, in Ireland or something, maybe. I don't really know. Somewhere else besides here. <laughs> this is fake news. <laughs> no, it's not fake news. In fact, let me pull it up so I don't sound so fake. Uh, Subway bread. <laughs> so what had happened was like people... Mm-hmm. <laughs> yes, Irish, Irish. The Irish Supreme Court has ruled that Subway sandwich bread is legally not bread because of the amount of um, sugar in the bread. It's technically cake. A donut? It's technically not bread. They have sugar in the bread at Honey, Subway? What are you talking about? All bread has sugar. I don't it's know. A, it's I don't about bake. The pro- it's about the proportions to the flour, I guess. I don't fucking know. Anyway, so now you they can't classify it as bread anymore. It's it's like so. You know. So no more five euro foot long. No, yeah, it's it's out. It's over. Do they have I'm, that, or is it pounds sterling there <laughs> in, in Ireland? I think it's just chips of gold. <laughs> I think it's just um, um maybe I don't know. I, I hate. I hate the smell of Subway's bread. Like I love it. No. Oh my God. When I used to work at the bank um, in college and I was a bank teller and fucking Subway would come in and do their deposit and their whole, all the money would smell like that baking bread mm. and it would just stick to everything and it'd be so disgusting. And then your whole cash drawer would smell like disgusting Subway bread and it would just be stuck to everything. And I would beg the other tellers. I'd be like, please, can you just wait on Subway? I can't do it. I can't touch their money today. Wow. Seems pretty elitist of you. I said, fuck you, Subway. No. <laughs> uh, I have like two le- two things left I wanted to discuss. Let's hear it. Number one, have you listened to the Blackpink album? No, I don't think I would ever. I think you should. It's 
it kind of goes off. I mean, I really don't like Sour Candy, so I can't imagine liking any songs on their album. Okay, that's fine. <laughs> I I think you should give it a chance. The one with Cardi B, I really like. There's one called Love Sick Girls, I really like. And uh, on the is it r- called the album? I don't know. What are you talking about? Like the album? Is it is the album called the album? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Actually, yes, it is. Yeah, yeah. I, that I saw and I thought, wow, iconic. I thought somebody should have done that sooner. It's only eight songs. It's very easy to get through. So I think you should give it a whirl. Mm-hmm. Okay. 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 <laughs> okay, yeah. And then the only other thing I wanted to discuss was mm-hmm. I went crazy this week at um, Pavilions. And <laughs> I got... Okay, so... So, you know how there's a Starbucks in pavilions? Yeah. Hmm. So, I like to grocery shop late at night so that I can be stoned. The store can be empty. Like, it's it feels, you know, safer. Nobody's talking to me. I'm kind of in my own zone. I can really stroll. I get a coffee. You can wear headphones. You can have a mask on. Yes. I get coffee, and I like to just be like, just kind of, you know. You're one of those people who uses the cup holder in the grocery cart. Absolutely. <laughs> Usually for a coffee, but otherwise it's for my um, my phone so that I can have Pokemon Go like just facing me. Yeah, I mean, grocery stores are lit for Pokemon Go. Tea. Um, but I had, I so the guy who works at the Starbucks in my pavilions, he's always stoned and I'm always <laughs> stoned. And so I got coffee from him the other day. And you know when guys, it felt like... Um, we were sharing a moment, but maybe I was just high. But he was like, um, we gave each other kind of like a, a knowing, like, suck. Stone, type of bro. <laughs> so I kind of like, when he gave me my coffee, he could tell I was high and I could tell he was high. It felt like we were having a connection. What'd you get? An iced uh, double just a red coffee. eye? Just a coffee. Just a coffee. With, uh, with soy and uh, Splenda? Just a splash of soy and a Splenda, yeah. <laughs> but um, I found, so you know how they always have like a section of like pumpkin spice stuff and seasonal things? Like it, in the grocery store or at Starbucks? I guess my answer like is no either really. way. Um, at the grocery store. I don't store, seek like they, out pumpkin spice. Like w- the end of an aisle, you know, the aisle cap? Yeah. It's yeah, like yeah, all yeah, the yeah. pumpkin spice and seasonal oh, fall things. Oh, shit. Anyway, so I I saw Starbucks, like a little thing of Starbucks coffee that's pumpkin spice. I saw a Starbucks coffee, like ground up thing of um, maple pecan coffee. Okay. So I got Are you pecan or pecan? I guess pecan. I say pecan. Well. Pecan. Not just then. But I think (laughs) when I talk about maple maple pecan, I don't really know actually. (laughs) But I got it. And it's, it might be my new favorite coffee. I'm having it right now. Oh shit. Wow. Do you think you're going to share it with Nick? Or did you put like a sticky note that's like, get your mitts off my coffee, sir? He doesn't really love like a flavored coffee. He likes it just black, no flavor, nothing. So it's fine mm. um, that he doesn't want it. That's Yeah, that's all baby for, doesn't have me. to share it. <laughs> Putting baby in the corner on that one. Yeah, no sharesies. Um, so that's all I've got. <laughs> I have I have one more question. What's up, baby? What's a simp? A simp. Simp. I actually don't know what it stands for, or if it's if it's an acronym, or if it's like a abbreviation or what. But people say like simp, like to simp for someone is to is to kind of be like their little mm, baby bitch. Like I love that person. Like I'll I'll I maybe it's like I sympathize for them or something. Or maybe it's isn't like, it? 
What do we call it? Well, when we say you just uh, um, simp, I'm gonna go to Urban Dictionary. No, like I. Th- so wait, isn't it like a? It's a. It's a, this says a guy, someone who does way too much for a person they like. So it's kind of like, oh, this was added on my birthday. This definition, that's beautiful. It's like um. Uh, what do we call those fans who? It's like a uh, desperate little bitch. What do we like, call those like fans who uh, never like admit that their faves are sometimes have a bad album? Oh, like a stan. Is that that? Or like a? I feel like, like a, you and I always call it something else. I'll th- I'll think of it. Text you. This afterwards. says someone who will say anything to please someone, particularly a girl, in the hopes that they will be in good favor with that person. So it's kind of like it's like a, a suck up. And oh. I, I think, think I've been seeing it on Twitter and TikTok, and I guess I could have Googled it myself, but I thought, well, all right, I'll just ask. Like I'm no, I'm not a, I'm not even a simp for Lady Gaga. Like I'll if something is something I don't like, I'll say it. But some people who will like some people like Trump fans will simp for Trump. You know what I'm saying? They'll God, even when yeah, he's like yeah, doing yeah, the worst, yeah. they'll like spin it. Well, well, there you have it. Thank you, um, Corey. I think mm-hmm. that's all we have for today. Is there anything Shit. else you need to discuss? Well, anything just, you need to get off your chest? Uh, nope. I was just gonna say happy spooky season. Continue okay. to do your voting stuff. I like what. Tyler said last week or two weeks ago about uh, like that November 3rd is an election day. It's the it's when the election ends. So from now until then, we need to be voting and making sure we're registered and making plans and all of that. Yeah, I um, uh, if you want to have a fun little uh, activity that will make you feel good. Make a text that's like, hey, girly, uh, what are you doing to vote? Or have you registered to vote? Or vote? do you have a plan to vote? And just copy paste it to everyone you know. Like anybody that's in a swing state, anybody that's... Because you know when you get those texts from unknown numbers and it's like, hey, this is Kevin from the Democrats, blah, 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 blah. It's like, do people... that? I feel like people don't really follow through with that shit. But if they got that text from somebody that they're actually friends with... I think a lot of people would respond to that. If if I got a text from somebody in my life that was like, hey, have you registered to vote? And it's somebody that I actually enjoy as opposed to a complete stranger. I'd be like, oh, I will engage with that. I keep getting a lot out here, especially for like San Francisco local elections, um, probably from some of the phone banking I did in 2018, which I always think is great. And like, I will open a dialogue and kind of ask questions. Like I was getting one for some of the school board members that I don't really know a whole lot about. And I still need to like research before November, but I've also uh, been getting Michigan texts from very Republican um, phone bankers. And those have been very fun to reply to as well. Well, just good. saying. And I just reply, nope, not going to happen. And then they reply, oh, don't worry, I'll remove you from this list. And I'm like, I didn't ask to be. I'm happy to have a discourse with you about why I'm not voting for that Republican senator you want me to vote for. Hey, also, P.S., now is the time to start thinking about like uh, more than just who you're voting for for president, like all the way down the line for what is on your ballot. So if you are like, how do I even begin? Like, how do I do my research? My number one piece of advice is I can, I'm going to do it right now just to see what the results are. Los Angeles progressive voter guide 2020. And let me see what is the first result 
Yeah, the first result is the one that I have saved. It's a voter guide for Los Angeles, and it breaks down everything that's on the ballot for my area and who this voter guide is recommending. So I can really go through. I don't have to agree with everything. I can at least see what they're suggesting because I would consider myself pretty progressive um, and see if I agree, see what see what I think, so I can see what the stances are. But you can put in whatever city progressive voter guide or what, however you might identify voter guide and see what they recommend. So whether it's San Francisco, New York, Chicago, whatever, maybe you can even offer to do that for your friends and family that, you know, probably knows who they're voting for for president, but they haven't really thought the rest of the ballot. Maybe suggest to a friend or family that be like, hey, do you need help figuring out who you're voting for outside of president? Like I am eager and happy to Google that voter guide for you and send you a link. That type of stuff really is the work that like does a lot of impact because when they're in the voting booth and they're like, Oh, I don't know any of these people or what the hell to have a link ready to be opened for them. That could be really helpful. Yeah. We get, um, in San Francisco, I don't even know if this happens everywhere or if it's just here. Um, but we get like a big book, um, with the sample ballot in it and it goes through and talks about all the props and all the everything and you can kind of read through and kind of take some notes and mark down uh, candidates you like. And I mean, that's what I was literally doing the other night was just going through the book, um, Googling different candidates and their stances and marking it down so that I'll be ready when my ballot comes. And then I can just reference that. I've got a California lets us have a permanent mail-in voter status, which is what I have. So I'll get my ballot, but I think I'm going to just take it and drop it off in person this year. Beautiful. Love that. Um, we've gone over in time, but it's, I feel like we're pretty good. I think we got, we yeah, handled you know what? a the, lot today. The kids love those um, <laughs> voting Go on with it. Yeah, all we <laughs> talked about. I got yeah. very distracted. A text just popped up and I was like, what the fuck are they saying? I, I do feel like, I'm sorry to those that have listened this far and they're like, girls, we get it about the voting. But like, I would much rather have us say the things, maybe have the conversations that maybe help you have the conversations in your guys' lives. Okay, Corey, I think that's all we have for today. Where can people find you? Bitch, they can find me at the polls. Hell yeah, baby. Uh, you can find me in my new video on my channel with um, the one and only Latrice Royale. You, if you want to see us, she even says, good God, get a grip girl in it. So <gasps> I know, I know, I screamed. Um, that's where you can find me. Okay, Corey, thank you for being you. I'll see you next week. Later. Love ya. Love ya. Later.